Welcome to The Heart Zone, featuring George Cannon. This broadcast is a time of teaching and encouragement from Kerwinsville Christian Church. For more information, we invite you to visit us on the web at www.kerwinsvillechristian.org. And now for a message from The Heart Zone. Here's George Cannon. All right, folks, I'd like for you to turn your Bibles to Romans chapter 1, Paul's letter to the Romans chapter 1. Now, you might be saying, that's kind of an odd passage to go to, Romans chapter 1, George, isn't Romans chapter 1, 2, and 3, aren't those really a discussion about how the world is condemned? How are you going to talk about gratitude from a condemnation passage? And, well, because what we're going to see is, is that the first condemnation that he expresses towards Gentiles, and we are Gentiles, is because of a lack of gratitude. Because we're going to read about a people who chose to forget to give thanks, or chose not to give thanks anymore. And so we're going to talk about the importance of gratitude. We're going to talk about the importance of thanksgiving. And I want you to understand, Thanksgiving, while we celebrate as a nation that Thursday in November, and we love that gathering, so like we're going to get together with Lori's family on Thanksgiving, and I'm already looking forward to the dishes that are going to be there, and the time with family and so forth, and the turkey and the gravy, and I think there's even going to be chicken. And But, you know, the reality is that's just one day. For you and I as believers, gratitude needs to be expressed every day. It needs to be a natural part of our lives. Well, you say again, you know, come on, George, I understand that everyday thing, but man, there are times, are you serious? There are times when life is just falling apart. Things are not going well. How can I be thankful in that? Well, first of all, it's not human to be. But when we say we can't be thankful, it's because we've got our focus on the wrong thing or the wrong person. And so we're going to look at a passage today that is going to talk about people who quit being thankful and what happened with them. And from that, you and I are going to see why it is so important for you and I to be thankful. And actually, I'm going to tell you something. Being thankful is a natural part of who you are. You were created to be thankful. And we're going to see that here in a moment. So let's look at it together. We're going to look at Romans chapter 1. We're going to look at verses 20 to 25. I want you to read with me what Paul says. His condemnation passage begins in verse 18, but we're going to go down to verse 20 and only read to verse 25. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into the image made like corruptible man, 
and birds and forfeited animals and creeping things. Therefore, God gave them up to uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Now, here's what we're going to do, folks. We're going to take these six verses and we're going to divide it into three sections. And we're going to talk about the importance of gratitude and why gratitude needs to be a part of my life and your lives. Why it should be natural, because it should be. And so what we're going to do is we're going to see a reality. There's a reality that's around us, whether you acknowledge it or not, there's a reality. We're going to see that in verse 20. Then we're going to see a choice. There's a choice that's being made. Verse 21 And then we're going to see the digression. What happens when you stop being thankful? And it's possible to stop being thankful. And we're going to see that. Okay, so let's take a look here at, first of all, the reality. As I mentioned to you before, you and I were created to be thankful. And we were created to be thankful towards one person. Who's that? God. Have you noticed, have you ever been around people, even non-church people, when something good happens, you might hear someone express, thank God, and it'll come out of the lips of people who don't even go to church, who don't even profess. You know what I'm talking about? Where did that come from? It comes from the natural inclination, whether they are spiritual or not, whether they're a believer or not, there is that natural inclination where we want to give thanks to the creator. Why? Because he's the reality. How do we know that? Look at verse 20. I'm going to point out two things here. The reality of God is evident all around us. Look at what he says in verse 20. He says, for since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen. You can't go throughout your day without seeing God. What do you mean, George? He doesn't show up. He doesn't show up in my car and talk to me while I'm on my way to work. What do you mean I can clearly see him? You can see the work of God all around you if you will just take the opportunity to look. So for instance, have you seen his artwork lately? What do you mean? This is the fall. The leaves have already, most of them are turning really brown now, but Just a few weeks ago, they were really yellow and really red. Mix in those evergreens. Wasn't that a beautiful sight? The other day, Lori and I were were going up to Ridgeway, and we were coming back, and and on the horizon, as we're coming down Rockton Mountain, the sun was setting, and the skies were red. Beautiful. But you see God's hand around you. If you're looking for it, Because he's there. And it's only natural that you want to say thank you to him. Here's the second thing we see here. And and, and that is that the concept of deity naturally lies within each of us. You know what? Here's the thing. You will meet people, even though they say they don't believe God, the concept that there is a God is, is within each and every person. They choose whether or not they want to acknowledge it. How do you know that? Look with me at verse 20. Here's what he says. Being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Even your most dyed-in-the-wool angry atheist at some point 
There's something within him that says there's something else. There's someone else. There's God. And so it is natural that God has created us such that we understand him and we're aware of him, and it should flow out of us from the very beginning. Gratitude. Thank you for another day. Times are tough. Thank you for the gas in the car. Thank you for my job. Thank you for my health as you're watching loved ones around you struggling with whatever they're struggling with and, and they're struggling with stuff. Thank you. Thank you for the wisdom to know what to do. Thank you. That should be a natural part of our life. That should be a natural part of humanity. But especially that should be a part of the lives of believers, followers of Jesus Christ. Because you always have him. And he never leaves or forsakes you. Now, you said, George, you were going to express the importance of it. Well, the passage goes on and talks about what happens when you decide not to believe, not to give thanks. So I want you to notice with me verse 21. We're going to see a choice. Because although they knew God... All right, let's stop. Did you know what it says? Although they knew God. Now, that concept of knowing God isn't like, well, they knew him personally. They know of God. They know he exists. They know there's something else. Although they know there's something else that they knew God. Here's what happens. They did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful. So they made a choice, a twofold choice. Here's the first one. There was a choice not to acknowledge or glorify God. They chose to no longer acknowledge him. And it's subtle, it's easy. When you stop being thankful, because thankfulness, can I be honest with you, when you are thankful, you recognize that you're thankful to someone or somebody else for whatever has happened. When you stop being thankful, you eliminate the reality that somebody else helped you. And so when you get to the place, like all of a sudden, here's what happens, and it happens real quick, and it happens suddenly. If God helps you out of a situation or if God provides, you somehow get to the place when you choose to no longer acknowledge that it was God who helped you do it, and you decided, wow, glad I thought of that. Glad I was able to take care of that problem. Glad I had the right connections. Glad my numbers came up okay and got that money to pay for that. We do that, right? We remove God from the equation and we start looking at ourselves and our brain power and our wallet power and our physical strength or emotional strength or somebody else. And so we cease to acknowledge God and we cease to glorify him as being the one who took care of us, as being the one who brought us through whatever we're going through right now. So there was first the choice to no longer acknowledge him. And so then when you cease to acknowledge him, the second choice is only natural. What's that? Here it is. There was a choice to not express gratitude to God. There was a choice to no longer express gratitude to God. So let me, let, me, let me explain to you what's going on here. If you are saying 
that you cannot be thankful. It is not because of the circumstances that you're facing or going through or have gone through. Because we can easily say that. Well, you don't know what I've gone through. You don't know what I'm enduring right now. You don't know what it's like to live in this situation. How can I be thankful? I'm telling you that that is not the reason for not expressing gratitude. The reason is you chose not to express gratitude. The reason is, is you made a decision not to give gratitude. And there might be a lot of reasons why. One of the reasons that's only natural is when you're in the midst of it and you feel abandoned by God, it's easy to get what? Angry at God. How can you be thankful to somebody you're angry with because you're going through something? This is the reality. It is a choice. But it's a dangerous choice. It's a dangerous choice for humanity because this is what the condemnation passage is for. It's trying to explain to you why humanity is in the situation that it is in. But it's also a dangerous choice for us as believers. Why? Because when you go down the path of ceasing to be thankful, it sets in motion a digression. It sets in motion a spiritual decline. And let's talk about that. We'll see it together. Starting with verse 21, I'm going to share with you four things that happens when you and I quit giving thanks to God. Okay? Here's the first one. Look with me at verse 21. He says this, last part, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. All right, let's focus on that first part. Became futile in their thoughts. Futile, if you look at that, like, what does that mean, they became futile in their thoughts? Well, their thoughts became meaningless. They became without purpose. Here, here's the point, that the, their thoughts became futile and meaningless. It's like when you cease to acknowledge God in your life and you cease to give him the gratitude and, and you cease to recognize your need for him in your life because that's why you're expressing the gratitude, your thoughts can go anywhere now. And I'll tell you where they go. On yourselves. On myself. And what I want. And what I desire. And what I, here it is, you ready for it? What I deserve. Isn't that what we usually, I deserve this. We're watching it in our, in our society today. People are so turned inward that everybody, I have learned more about rights in the last three years than I ever have before. What do you mean? I've learned that there are all kinds of new rights now. I have a right to do this. And I'm not just talking about one end of the political spectrum or the other. I'm talking about everybody, no matter what part of the political spectrum they are in. Everybody is wanting to express that there is their right. I have a right 
to drink sweet tea whenever I want to. I tell that to my doctor. And he laughs at me. and said, here's your blood work. Where did that come from? It, it comes from your thoughts become futile and meaningless because you're turned inward on yourself. Why? Because you ceased to recognize in your heart that there's someone else. You cease to acknowledge him and give thanks. Here's the second thing, and this is, the, this is really bad, and, and we've kind of been talking about this a little bit in, in John, is that their hearts... Be, their heart their heart becomes darkened their heart becomes darkened because they're not seeking after god anymore they're just seeking after themselves and when i talk about darkened i'm not talking about like you know i like to watch shows on tv and stuff and i'll have the evil guy and if you ever notice the evil guy's always black and you've got black things going on we're not talking about that the concept of darkness in the New Testament and in the Scripture is the absence of God. It is chaos. And that's what happens. When you choose to push God out, you're no longer dwelling in the light. You are now dwelling in what? The darkness. Because God is the light. When you remove the light, you're in the midst of what? Darkness. You know what I'm saying? Like I could say right now, all right, let's turn off all the lights. We wouldn't eliminate all the light because there's the outside light, but it would get darker in here, wouldn't it? You eliminate that from your life when you cease to be gratitude, give gratitude. You eliminate God's light. And their hearts become darkened. Here's what else happens. Look with me at verse 22 and 23 professing to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like the, like corruptible man and birds and forfeited animals and creeping things. Here's what goes on now. This results in a wisdom that foolishly exchanged God for creation. What are you talking about, George? Well, I want, you, I want you to think about it for a moment. I'm going to say to you something that I need you to ponder. Our, our, our message today is about the issue of gratitude. And here's what I'm going to tell you. That gratitude is the key factor in keeping you on perspective about life. Because when you remove gratitude and the giving of thanks to God, you lose perspective. And when you remove God from your life and you're no longer expressing thanks to him, how can I express thanks to him? Things are going to look, you can express thanks to him because he's with you. You have God. He's the ultimate thing to give thanks for. But when you remove that, You're just operating by your own wisdom now. You've lost your own perspective. And here's what the Bible says. 
when you remove God from your perspective, you become foolish. Foolish. And with that foolishness, here's what you do. You exchange the image of God, that is our concept of God, with creation. With something that you made. We've already talked about that. Remember, oh, I'm no longer going to give God thanks to God. It's my brain power, my bank account, my job, my wisdom. It's my efforts. And then those things become your God. Money becomes your God. You guys know people like that. They're only focused on what? Money, 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 money. They're kind of hard to be around, right? He's saying here is that when you cease to give thanks to God, here's what happens. It results in a wisdom that is foolish and exchanges the whole concept of God, the reality of God for creation. Here's the final thing. And this is what is probably the most devastating. You ever wonder how God reacts? Do you know what I mean? Do you ever wonder how God reacts to stuff and to how people act and to what they're doing? Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever wondered how God reacts sometimes to you? Well, I thought we're going through a study right now, George, that talks about that he comes to us in our love. Yes, he does. But I also want to express something to you. There, there is a point where God says, okay, enough. You mean there's a point with God where it's enough? Yeah, it's enough. Look with me at verse 24. Therefore, God gave them up to uncleanness and the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Here's my point. Here's what God does. If you get to the place, and I hope we don't get there, no matter what's going on, and maybe you've got a moment right now where you're having a hard time giving thanks, but I hope you and I never arrive to the place where we decide we can no longer give thanks to God. Here's what happens. We see it. Here he's talking about people groups. It happens with people groups. When they cease to acknowledge God, they move to a place where God gives them over. Happens to nations. But here's what happens. Okay, here's the point I want you to see. God gives them over to the fulfillment of their strong desires. Remember I told you that gratitude is, is, is that key thing to help you to keep perspective? Well, I'm going to tell you something. Gratitude is also the key thing to help you to have balance in your life, to help you to have self-control. When you and I cease to give thanks, God says, okay, you're no longer thankful for me? Fine. Just go after it on your own. I give you over. Go fulfill whatever you want to fulfill. You know better. Here you go. I think we can relate to that, right? You ever had a child 
who, no matter what you're trying to guide them with and tell them, no, you shouldn't do that, you shouldn't do that, and finally you get to the place where you're like, okay, go ahead, you'll figure it out. And then they do, and what you were trying to warn them of, they experience. You gave them over as a lesson. Here, God says, you want to quit giving me thanks? You want to quit acknowledging me? You want to quit expressing your need for me in your life? You want to keep just doing it on your own? Fine, you're on your own. You face the consequences. See the digression? There's a digression here. It starts out with your your thoughts become futile and meaningless because they're turned inward on yourself. Your heart becomes darkened. The, The reality is, is then you have this wisdom that is on your own that foolishly exchanges God for something else as being why you're, you're doing okay. And God says, okay, you don't need me anymore. You're on your own. So what do we do with that? Here's the wonderful thing. And this will tie right into what we're going to do here in a moment. This passage that we looked at is a condemnation passage. And what it's expressing is, is that all humanity is in this spiral downward. Because they cease to acknowledge God in their lives. But here's the wonderful thing about you and I. God brought you to the place at some point in your life where you realized who Jesus was and what he did for you. And you gave your life to him. And so with that, even though there are momentary times of struggle where you maybe don't feel like giving thanks, your life has been changed and you always come around. What do you mean you always come around? Have you read the Psalms lately? I was just reading the Psalms. I was in Psalm 13 this morning. And, and he starts out, how long are you not going to be listening to me, Lord? I feel like they're coming for me. And then he comes back and says, thank you, God, that you're always there with me. That's just a natural thing that goes on. It happens with us. It happens with the writers. But here's what they do. They always come back to what? Thank you, God. So here's the thing. Let it flow from you naturally. Gratitude should come out of you. Now, all right, here's, don't do this. Should come out. We're done. We get done with the service. How are you doing? I'm thankful. I'm thankful. It's coming out of me naturally. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. But you are in your heart and your mind, saying to God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for how you watch over me. 
Thank, thank you that you don't let me fall on my face. You express thanks. Thank you for being with us this morning. And we trust that today's message has been both challenging and an encouragement to your heart. At Kerwinsville Christian Church, a warm welcome is always extended to you. We're located at 700 State Street, Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania. For more information about our ministry, please visit us on the web at www.kerwinsvillechristian.org. Now, on behalf of George Cannon and the entire church family, we hope that you will look to the Heavenly Father in all that you face this coming week.